Yo, yo, welcome to my podcast, My Two Cents on Life. I'm your host, Coach James. Through my podcast, I will preach and teach you how to live a happy and healthy, authentic lifestyle through various topics combined with my own life experiences. Yo, y'all, thank y'all for listening to my podcast. Let's get started. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to my podcast. Where it's not personal, it's just all love. Hope everybody's doing great today. So as we continue to stay in this mindset series, I'm thinking of great things to talk about and bringing everybody great content when it comes to the mindset. Just to give us, like I said in the last episode, an overall spectrum of how much the mindset impacts us every single day, right? And I want to start off with a story. Surprise, right? And so in this story, I want to talk about uh, when it comes to production work, uh, what it was is that the example is, is that we had two different sites of production team members. We had a local site and then we had a site out of state. And these production team members did the same exact work. There was no difference in the work that they performed. They did exactly the same type of identical work, right? And so there was no difference when it came to the work they performed, okay? And what I want to talk about is the division, the divide, because today's podcast is about the outward, the outward mindset, okay? But how the division was created is that, again, we had a group, uh, a local group, and we had a group based out of another state. And these teams started to become me versus your site, us versus their site, right? Instead of working together in a team-based, and I don't want to say environment, but that's really what it was. But even though their teams were separate, there was division based on that. And and like I said, it created a divide. Me versus you, you versus me. And so the teams weren't working together. You had one site doing processing things this way, and you had another site processing things this way. And so they were doing two different opposite types of production work, but performing the same work. And that created the division. And even the managers wasn't in line with what the other manager was was doing. Also, the, the other managers didn't even meet frequently to talk about the changes that were taking place. Didn't talk about what they were doing versus what they were doing. And so there was so much division. And uh, that is a great example for today's podcast about the outward mindset because there was no there was no inward thinking as to how we can perform together together better. As over, as overall team when it comes to production, it was the me 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 I I I, and uh, at some point the teams were able to come together and determine that that's what was happening. That there was so much division, and it was causing so much ruckus across the different sites with each other. But when those teams happily to share, when those teams did come together and start thinking with an outward outward mindset about not just me, us as a whole, the performance got better. Produ- production improved 
completely with both the teams at each site. And it was a no longer me versus you. It was us trying to perform the same work and work together as a team so that production standards overall would improve. And like I said, I'm happy to say that there was definitely some improvement based on the performance because the goal that the teams had wasn't just an individual a site-based goal. The goal was an overall goal, together goal, right? And so when the manager started meeting more, the manager started focusing on the outward mindset, what can we do to better production as a whole, the teams just got better. Right. And and the reason why I want to talk about the outward mindset versus the inward mindset is because I read a book called The Outward Mindset, of course. Right. And this book was written by the Obinger Institute. And if you don't know what the Obinger Institute is, is that it's an institute like a, an academy. And, and what what this academy does is that it helps you think of ways differently from uh, from a from your mindset to help improve overall production or performance, whatever it is with an organization. And a lot of the top big organizations use this group. Uh, and this group comes in and they, 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 they set some training. And based on that training, they train you to think a lot different. And their training hopefully should increase and improve production. And that's one thing that they're good at and they have proven that their training have done that and will continue to do that. And so, and, and, and to, to explain the different type of mindsets, there is no difference between, excuse me, there is a difference between an outward mindset and the inward mindset. What I was going to say with that is that no matter what, whether you have an inward mindset or outward mindset, it does not determine the success, right? It's not saying that if you have an outward mindset, you're going to be successful. And if you have an inward mindset, you won't be successful, okay? The difference is, is that the outward mindset means that you think outside of just yourself individually, within just your own sight. You think of everything as a whole. And when I say everything as a whole, not just the site itself, you also think of, are you serving customers right and if you're serving customers you're also taking that outward mindset and thinking and trying to determine what can you do to make things better for the customer how can you give them a better experience right and so the outward mindset is not just thinking inward and how you can be successful how we can be successful also how how can we help the customer be successful as well the inward mindset is just like i said it's just a, it's a me 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 i i i and and again, as I express, it doesn't mean because you have an inward mindset that you can't be successful still because you very well can. It's just that, like I said, the inward mindset is about me. The outward mindset is about me, myself and us as a whole. OK, you can be successful with both mindsets, like I said. Um, but however, an outward mindset always have a greater outcome and there's also greater benefits that benefits everyone not just yourself but the outward mindset reflect on benefits for everyone okay and 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 the benefits of an outward mindset is is to think about success right um and not just think about your success like i said think about other success so that's one of the benefits of having an outward mindset you no longer 
take keep yourself in the equation and just say what can I do better it's what can we do better to help influence better production uh, teamwork or however you see it right and and one thing it does do is that the outward mindset does promote teamwork it because instead of you just thinking about yourself and and how can you make improvements you're thinking of the team as well and and so the outward mindset does have more benefits than the inward mindset right but again it's not to say you can't be successful with either or it's just that the outward mindset seems to have more benefits than the inward mindset now i'm not saying because you have an inward mindset it doesn't mean you can't promote teamwork because you can very well still be a team player but again one thing i want to point out is that the success is only about you right but that's not saying you, you individually is not and won't be a team player. I'm not saying that. It's just more benefits with an outward mindset, right? And so when you think about what mindset do you have, do you have an outward mindset or do you have an inward mindset? And just really, really take a couple minutes and try to understand what your mindset is, okay? Because once you determine what your mindset is, it will help you determine, is it benefiting you or is it benefiting everyone around you? And then, do you want to benefit everyone? You know, in production, you have environments where um, we have, um, I don't want to say it's a race, but it, it, it could be a race. Or you could have your stack your stack ranked productions, right? And, and what I mean by stacked ranked is you're ranked based on how productive you are. And when there's a ranking system of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, all the way down, then of course, if you are a person with high, a person who wants to be successful in your role, then you want to be top ranked in that stack ranking report, right? You want to be number one, you want to be number two, maybe. And so because of that, with the stack ranking, yeah, you're going to definitely have a mindset of, hey, I want to be top ranked. And with that being said, sometimes you can forget about teamwork because the stack ranking. But but back to my point about how the mindset works when it comes to production standards, I feel like that the best mindset to have would be the outward mindset because, again, you're not only thinking about your success, you're thinking about everyone's success around you as well, as well as the customer success. And I keep pointing out because that's very important. The customer experience is very important, okay? So, in this book, The Arbinger Institute, I read this book probably about three months ago, and it helped me change my whole mindset about how I view production at work. Now, I was never a selfish guy when it came to, to thinking inward. I always thought outward because I thought that not only do I want to be successful, I want my team members to be successful as well. And so this book just gave me a little bit more pointers that I can use to make sure I keep an outward mindset when I have my inward mindset set days when it comes to stack ranking or or how do I pin how do I stack rank against the other managers how productive are my team members versus other team members across across the floor and so it was a really good book to read so if you have not read the outward mindset I definitely would encourage you to pick it up but in this book there was a couple examples that it used to help you understand a person's outward versus an inward mindset and one of the examples that was used was a collection agency. So there was a collection agency where you had your 
collectors, they will call out to the customers and try to collect on delinquent accounts. Um, and I don't remember exactly what, what they were collecting on, but the example was a collection agency, right? And so one thing that this business did is that they started thinking outside of the box. They started they started not just thinking about making the customer or wanting the customer to pay. They started thinking about how can we benefit the customer? What can we do to make the customer give them the ability or the capability to be able to pay us? Because if you call a customer and they say they can't pay you, they just can't pay you, right? But this business started thinking about what resources can we give to the customer to keep paying customers? And in that, in that, in that vetting process, they came up with, let's offer them resources. Let's offer them ways to go find employment. Let's offer them ways to go find resources when it comes to childcare. And I'm going somewhere with this y'all. So stay with me. They gave them resources on things they can do to free up time to have them to be able to go out and do other things that the customer couldn't technically do because because of timing in their life, right? And and so when they would call these customers and they would collect on them and the customer would say, hey, I don't have a job. I can't afford to pay you. What this company did is that they started finding different links and different resources to give the customer to go and look and find a job. Like one of the examples was with the customer not having a job, one of the collectors found a unemployment service in the customer state they lived in to help them find a job. And so when the collector will call the customer and the customer say, I can't pay you. They gave them different resources on who they can call to find a job. They gave them different resources on ways they can find childcare for their children because the customer couldn't work because they couldn't find daycare or maybe it was just too expensive in the area, right? And so this collection agency got really strategic about the resources that they would offer their customers. When they started offering their customers these resources, the customers were able to find jobs, find childcare so that they can go to work. They can work extended hours to make more money because if they made more money and brought more money in the household, guess who they can pay? The collection agency. They can start paying their debts. And so the collection agency was very successful and prosperous because they started thinking outward about not only how do we get the customers to pay us, but if the customers say they can't pay us, what can we offer the customer resource-wise so they can go out and find ways to find jobs, like I said, to find child care so that they could start making money and putting money in their pocket so they can start paying off their delinquent debts, right? And I thought that was so smart to do because I've been in, I was in collections prior to the job I'm in now. I was in collections for five, for 15 years. I even managed a couple collection sites and not, and I would say I was thrown back by this because me being a really good manager in collections, I never thought of offering the customer resources on what they can do to help them find employment to pay us back when they owed us money. And so I thought that was very, very, very good. 
Another example was is that there was a nursing home and one of the patients in the nursing home didn't speak English very well. And so the nurses had a hard time communicating back and forth, trying to figure out what this what was this patient trying to tell them, because all they knew is that the patient will wake up when they try to communicate with the patient. The patient will be very disgruntled. They didn't understand what the patient was saying. They didn't understand what uh, the nurses didn't understand what the, the patient was trying to relate to them. And so it became one of those scenarios when the nurses came in and they clocked in and like, oh my God, I got to deal with this, this, this patient today. I'm going to have a bad day just to begin with, right? Knowing that. But they took the time out to try to better understand the patient. What was the patient trying to relate to them? And they fixed the gap between the communication with understanding the patient and so they brought in someone that actually speaks the patient's uh, language and when they did that the nurse was able to communicate with the patient and understand what he had been trying to tell them and the whole time he was trying to tell them that he did he couldn't hear well and so when they were trying to speak to him he was saying hey I can't hear you well and so when they brought in someone to speak his language she was like he's trying to relate to you all that he doesn't hear you and so you need to speak to him a little bit louder and so when they brought in this nurse when she was able to communicate with him and interpret what he was saying to the other nurses it just made things a lot better right because then the nurses the nursing home quit just thinking about servicing their patients and they start thinking outside of the box they start thinking outward on what they can do to help the the patient be more understanding to him and his needs and when they did that they started doing that for all their patients like okay what does this patient need how can we make this uh us this stay better for this patient and when they did that they started seeing more results they started seeing a happier nursing home and when they start seeing the happier nursing home the nurses start putting together weekly events where they would go on field trips where on fridays was bingo day on tuesdays was movie nights wednesdays was spaghetti nights and so when they started adding more resources to their patients, they start seeing an overall more happier nursing home. And when you have a happier nursing home, you have more happier patients. And when you have happier patients, now you have more happier family members. When they come in now, they can see in their in their family members' eyes their happiness. They see them smiling. They see them communicating with the other nursing home patients. And it's like, hey, where did all this start from? Why did all this happen? Well, because the nurses started thinking outward and how they can make it a nursing home make it better for everybody instead of just thinking like, oh, it's just a job. I'm just here to take care of sick patients. I'm just here to take care of elderly patients. And so the family members got together and they all put together a recognition for the nurses to say, hey, thank you for taking care of my family member because before we before that, we thought that we were going to have to take our family members somewhere else because they were unhappy. And so, so that was two great examples that I can share from the, from the book 
of the outward mindset of how when we think with an outward mindset, how it benefits not only us, but those that we are servicing as well. Right. And so when you think of that, again, when you think about your mindset, if you're an inward mindset person, you might want to start trying to implement an outward mindset so that you're, you can benefit those around you and customers experience will get better as well. OK, here's some notes, some more examples of an inward mindset versus an outward mindset. I blame my teammates when things go wrong. I blame my colleagues when things aren't going right. That's an inward mindset. A person with an outward mindset would think in that scenario is that I hold my I hold myself accountable, which means that if something is going wrong, instead of a person with an inward mindset saying my colleagues um, I'm blaming my colleagues for things going wrong. A person with an, with an outward mindset is saying, no, I know my colleagues may have some opportunities, but I'm going to hold myself accountable and figure out what can I do better. So that's an example. Another example is, is that I see my colleagues as competitors or obstacles that are in my way. Right. And so basically you're saying that my colleagues, I'm against them. Remember when I talked about the stack ranking report? Well, that's just what this example is. It's like, hey, it's me versus my colleagues. I want to be better than them. And that's a person who has an inward mindset. But a person who has an outward mindset would say, I see my colleagues as collab as, as collaborates, right? Which means that I see them. Yes, it's in a competitive environment, but I want to collaborate them and, and demonstrate some teamwork because if I have that outward mindset, then hopefully that will impact me over that will impact me for success. And then overall, whatever the production production standard is or whatever it is, you work together as a team. And when you work together as a team, we've seen great benefits from that before, right? And when you look at the NFL, uh, right now it's a very it's a very competitive sport and when your offense works well when the offense works well on the field and the defense works well on the field it's just one big happy family but if you got a setup where it's the offense versus the defense with the same team now you're going to see more issues come about about now you're going to see more problems but when teams work together as a team offense in defense, and together we have a job to do. Our offense, the defense, get the off the other other teams, opposing teams' offense off the field, so that their defense, so that their offense can get on the field and score touchdowns. It's just one big happy family. And when the offense is scoring touchdowns, it's keeping the defense on the field less. They're happy because they're not as tired at the end of the game. It's just one big happy family. So I express this because again, it's it's it's. The outward mindset versus the inward mindset. So back to my question. Do you have an inward mindset or do you have an outward mindset? I don't think either or is wrong. Um, it's not wrong to have either or mindset is what I want to say. But at the end of the day, like I said earlier, there's benefits to having an outward mindset. All right. So why is the mindset so important? Right. That's the question. Other than do I have an inward and outward mindset? That still should be your number one question. But why is the mindset so, so, so impactful? Why is it so powerful? Mindsets drives and shapes all things we do to all things that we do and how we engage with others as well. 
right? And the outward mindset is a great example of that, but um, I messed that quote up pretty bad. And that quote is, is that mindset drives and shapes all that we do, how we engage with others, and also how we behave in every environment, in every moment and situation. So if your mindset is a negative mindset, you're going to have, you're going to react negative in every moment in, in the situation. If you have a positive mindset, when those tough moments and situations come up, there's going to be a positive outcome, right? And so that's why the mindset is very important. And that's why I keep having these different episodes about the mindset, because it's important that we continue to, to have a positive outlook, an outward mindset that is going to drive our success in this world, all right? So, y'all, that's pretty much it for the podcast today. Again, I just want to let you all know that if you want to follow me on IG, you definitely can. I'm not hard to find. It's James Watkins at 40 and Fit Life Coach. If you want to email me, you can email me at J-E-W-A-T-K-I-1 at gmail.com. That's all lowercase letters. And again, if you want to email me about my health and wellness packages that can help change your mindset from negative to positive, send me an email and I'll let you know what I can do for you. And we'll talk about the different things that you need a little bit of coaching with. All right. Well, y'all, as I always say, practice self-care. And that's my two cents in y'all. Peace. My peace got at the end there. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Have a wonderful day. God bless. And I love y'all. Peace.